Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Midweek. This is your host, Chop. Gator. Chris. Blake. And this week, we're going to go back to Pass the Bottle. Yeah, I really like this uh, this format. It, it gives people a little bit of insight into like who we are, and it also allows us to talk about something that we can um you know maybe not normally talk about on the show or something like that some just something we're interested in yeah uh so i wanted to talk about i am so fucking pumped i saw an article today that said uh 2020 2021 ford bronco is the most anticipated vehicle Um, it's 2021 now yeah it's 2021 now but uh (laughs) i wanted to we still haven't seen what this thing is supposed to look like right um and it it doesn't sound like if you were to jump into it right now, it wouldn't be that exciting. But I thought maybe if I could talk about everything that's happened since they mentioned that it was coming back to now in a short couple minutes, it might it might be interesting. So can I just start by saying we've been waiting on this? Since oh, yeah. 2010. Oh, yeah. No, even even before that, like, yeah, but when, I, when was the last Bronco? 96? I remember 97? Be, I remember there Something being speculation like in 2010 that there was going to be one released that year. And then they're like, oh, no, it'll be 2012. So, and then, and then, oh, no, now we're all the way up to 2021, man. So after they, they got rid of the Bronco, maybe not because of, but I mean, let's be real. It was because OJ fucking murdered some folks and then went on a high speed chase in a Bronco and everybody fucking thought of that. Um, a couple years ago, you can't uh, get it in white. <laughs> and and pe- and people have been like wanting this Bronco. People have been wanting Bronco. There's still tons of like Bronco enthusiasts off not even just Ford people but also off-road people. Um so uh, people want the, it's a it's a cherished part of the Ford catalog, you know. Um so a couple years ago, they mentioned that they were going to bring back the Bronco. And a couple years later, Chevy comes out with the Blazer. Now, the Blazer fucking sucks. Like, I'm just going to come up right out and say it. Anybody, like, even Chevy people, look, you you know it fucking sucks. Look it up. It's a goddamn minivan. It is not a Blazer. Um, old school Blazers are cool. I, I'm with you. This is not, it does not pay homage to the original Blazer. So, but, but. Ford announces that it's going to come out with the Bronco and Chevy's like, oh, fuck you. And they jump in front like with their latest minivan and relabel it for fucking Blazer. Uh, well, Ford holds tight and they're like, nah, we're, we're not doing that. And then they, they released a, or they had some kind of conference. They had a bunch of people come in, weren't allowed to film, weren't allowed to take pictures, but they got to see a, a, a concept for what they thought was the production model of the Ford Bronco. Actually, two of them. Um, the things that people said when they came out of there were, it's going to have, uh, a four door, a two door and a four door option, which is cool because so far, um, Broncos have only ever been two doors. Like that's it. And right now, obviously everybody wants four doors. They just, I mean, not everybody, but that's what sells. I mean, Americans like four door fucking vehicles. So they're even making a goddamn Jeep four doors, a Wrangler. You can't make a fucking four door Wrangler. That's not a Wrangler. It's something else. Uh, anyway, so Ford's, Ford's, uh, or shows them two different Broncos. One of them has four doors. One of them has two. All right, cool. We're making a two door Bronco. Let, let, let's, let's go. And then they, they go on to say, uh, and this isn't Ford. These are the people that went to the, the meeting or whatever. They said it's got real round headlights, 
which is like kind of iconic of of old school Broncos. Um, it's got a removable hard top, or it's got a removable hard top. It's got a V8. Well, now wait, there's more to that one. It's got a V8 and a manual transmission. Obviously, four wheel drive. So this is everything that every Bronco enthusiast has ever wanted. Like our wildest dreams are coming true, and we can't wait. Uh, so fast forward another couple of years, and and we've had. Artist renderings, fucking all this crazy shit. And people's imaginations are going wild at this point to try and imagine what the Ford Bronco is going to look like. And uh, then we start seeing little, little, uh, you know, when they take, you know, when they take a car and they put that wacky uh, paper on the outside that's like black and white and makes it look like it's all bubbly because so you can't take pictures of it and shit. And then they they build like weird bodies on it like it's like a part of a f-150 front end with like a something else basically it's just testing the 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 chassis chassis and and powertrain and all that so we got some of those like spy shots of them driving around this what appeared to be some kind of a bronco um and it was big but you know some things they noted was okay it's got it's got skid plates on the bottom it had road tires on it not off-road tires but it had skid plates on the bottom, so clearly those—that's not what they were testing that day, because um, this is this hat was a four-wheel drive, and this was a four-door SUV um, that was a lot more uh, hefty than than something like a like a Explorer. Explorer, you know. So we're like, okay, well, you know, there's the four-door one. Maybe they're gonna keep up with some of the stuff. Since then, we've gotten some rumors that kind of um, broke loose that were like. They're not going to put the the V8 in it anymore. They might just put an EcoBoost in it. To be honest, if they put the EcoBoost in it, I'm still happy. Just put the big EcoBoost in it that you put <coughs> everywhere else. It'd be dope if you put the Raptor fucking badass shit in there, but uh, dude, I don't care. What I want is that Bronco from the 60s, that little fucking two-door, four-wheel drive, boxy, like, badass thing. And what you're going to get is a four-door Chief? So they Ford released a picture after this this conference or whatever and it's a picture of a bronco but it's got a like a tarp or a, or a sheet over it so you can't see anything about it except the like silhouette right and this thing is gnarly looking it's it, you can look at it it's on ford's website and that's when they officially announced it like we're going to be releasing this broncos soon uh, that was like two years ago though but this thing, real short wheelbase, insane approach and departure angles. This thing is a Jeep killer. That's what it is. Uh, well, it, it was still a little bit stretched out. They couldn't quite tell. It was somewhere in between a two-door and a four-door. So we, we saw the spy video of the four-door driving around on, on street tires. Well, then comes more spy footage. Of it was a it was a, a Ranger body which the Ranger just released uh, last year. It was a Ranger body with like a weird, stupid back end on it that you could tell was obviously just a mock up, and it was on a smaller frame. Okay, now all of a sudden we're looking at something like a two door, you know, like like what we're talking about. Obviously the silhouette is all whack, but this might be it. So we get a little bit more footage of that thing like crashing through the woods and shit, and it's got all all terrain tires on it, and it's still got the skid plate. And you're like, "Holy shit, we're almost there! We're almost there!" Um, where we are right now is it it um, has been rumored that it's going to it's going to have a two door. Oh, and then and then they uh, they raced in Baja, 
it's like what a, a thousand miles through the fucking Mexican desert or whatever. Um, they raced a, a big Ford Bronco and an old school one, a '60s from the '60s. They raced two Broncos in Baja, and the new one obviously uh, looks cool, looks crazy, but it's not the production model. Has no bearing on. I mean, it might as well be an artist rendering. It's not a real Bronco. Um, they also uh, had a Bronco driving around in that Rock movie where he's fucking fighting the gorilla or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Rampage. So there was a there was a Bronco in that, um, but again, not the, like they came right out and said it. This is not the production model. Um, so our imaginations are going wild, but we've we've just recently confirmed uh, for sure it's going to have a two door option for sure, and it looks like it's going to be um, short wheelbase, insane approach and departure angles, two door. And there's rumors of a manual transmission, and from everything that we can tell, it's got a removable hardtop. If it has those those things, dude, that's a fucking Bronco. Like we're not we're not letting down the Bronco enthusiasts. Now you make a four door so that you know people can buy their fucking Bronco and and still put their kids in the back, which is dumb to me. Like let's do two things. Um, but they're gonna make a legit Bronco that is made to compete with the with the Wrangler. And that's exactly what it's going to do. It's going to have the spare tire on the back, short wheelbase, and you throw a manual transmission, a removable hardtop so you can cruise down the beach. Man, this thing's going to be fucking dope. And I'm so pumped for it. So how mad are you going to be if we're having the same conversation in 2022? <sighs> I, don't th- I don't think so. Uh, I think they're supposed to, they've said, or they've committed to, They've committed to releasing or showing it at the next car show in Detroit, I think. So we're about to see it. Um, I think April. I think in April they're going to show it, if I remember right. But I, don't quote me on that. Interesting. And, dude, okay, so here's where I'm at. I, I've got, like, two years left on my car. I'm going to pay that motherfucker off and drive it till it dies because it's fun to drive. and gets good gas mileage. But I got two years left on my car. That's just enough time for this Bronco to come out the first year, let them figure out anything that might be fucked with it, release the next one the next year, boom, I'm buying a brand new fucking Bronco. If it's, I don't care if it has a V8, if it's got uh, two doors and a manual transmission and four-wheel drive, I'm, I'm getting one, for I sure. Was, I looked up your car the other day, does that thing have 350 horsepower? No. Oh, that's what it says online. That's the, that's the RS, maybe. Wow. Which one's yours? Mine's the ST. Uh, that's right. No, actually, my the RS and the ST have the same horsepower. I looked up the RS wrong, but they have the same horsepower. The RS is just all-wheel drive. Yeah. So, but it's not 350. That seems like a lot. The RS has 350. I thought it was I like 300. Hmm. All right, that makes me feel better because I looked up. I was looking at cars the other day, and uh, like I've always wanted an Audi A8 since I was a little kid. Yeah. Like since I was, I mean, like we're talking the 90s, mm-hmm. and uh, and the reason was there was a movie. Like a really early Jason Statham movie. I think it might have been called Ronin or something along those lines. Or maybe it was the first Transporter. But he had... He had yeah, he my drove, car's got like 250 horsepower. He drove an, an Audi A8 and it was just fast as balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I looked at him and he's like, yeah, 330 horsepower in that car. And then I like looked up Blake's just because I'm not going to buy a car that's slower than his. <laughs> and it, and I, I looked up the RS though and it said 350. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn it! <laughs> Yeah, mine's at like 250 horsepower. Nice. With a manual transmission, though. All right. 
Well, that was good TED Talk. <laughs> can uh, pass the bottle. All right. Who wants to take it? I'll take it. Okay. Go. So uh, I have long been a, an Alexa or Google Home or whatever naysayer. Like, not really been about that life for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mostly because, you know, it's kind of weird just having something constantly listening to you. But um, recently... I pulled out an Alexa dot that's been sitting in a drawer for like four years. I got it from Christmas like four years ago. And like I put it on my nightstand and I started fucking with it. Now I got everything fucking connected to that motherfucker and it's awesome. <laughs> Dude, I apparently I need help making shit connect to mine because I got some light bulbs. Um, they work, but I can't make them like turn on with the motherfucker. And I've got my bro. I've got my one in my kitchen connected to the one in my bedroom. But I can't make the light bulbs in my bedroom. I've got my TV work. and my cable boxes all connected to Alexa. So I'm like, Alexa, turn the TV on. And the TV comes on. And then I'm like, Alexa, change it to ESPN. The channel changes to ESPN. And it's I'm like, cool. turn up the volume. And it turns up the volume. It, dude, it's dope. It's dope. I'm, I'm there. Uh, I, I started fucking with this probably not very long or right around the same same time that you probably did. And uh, now I've got a couple, you know, Google Home minis or whatever that <clears throat> I've got set up. Uh, I can't speak to Google Home because I haven't used it much. Uh, I can speak to Siri because I've used Siri a lot. Siri's mm-hmm. gotten a lot better over the years, but it's still not where Alexa is. So they, they each have their things that they're really good at. I think that Alexa is really good with, like, automation. Yeah. Um, and I think that, from what I understand, Google is the best, like, it, it does better trying to answer questions so, like google would you know mm-hmm. like if you say hey google tell me what the temperature or you know whatever the temperature in london right now it does a better job of answering questions or if you're like who's the brewmaster for fucking budweiser like it does a better job of answering stupid fucking questions than See, they i don't utilize do. my google home like near what i should be doing because <laughs> basically the only thing that is is a music player yeah i get on my news and shit on the google page Yes. So I just ordered a, a an Alexa show, which is like a, a thing that has uh-huh. a display on it, you know? <clears throat> yeah. And um, yeah, I'm working on getting security for my house, like cameras. I've got them right. in my Amazon cart right now. <clears throat> my uh, dude, I'm I have a family a member that has that same setup. Like she's she's got a ring doorbell and it's attached to her. The same, it's the like uh, or the show show. Yeah. Yeah. And she can like look at that and see somebody ringing the doorbell. And yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fucking wild. Yeah, at night when I lay down, I'm like, Alexa, play the rain sound, and it plays a thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. And I've Bluetoothed it to my little badass Bluetooth speakers, and yeah. so it comes through on that. And I put and, and those speakers pair to each other. By the way, if you didn't know that, you can get multiple of those speakers, and they'll pair to each other, and then you have surround sound. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. yeah, so it's been like rainstorms in my room every night, and then like I'm like, hey, Alexa, <laughs> wake up to Nightmares on Wax, and then it starts playing that first thing in the morning. But... The fact that it's hooked up to my TV and cable, though, that's really what sold me. Yeah. And, like, yeah, thermostat, being able to just be like, turn the fucking air conditioner off. Yeah, oh, I yeah. have a smart thermostat. I, I'm sure I could connect that, too. You definitely could. But you're not smart, Blake. So no, I'm not. Work. <laughs> Dude, be careful. It's a fucking rabbit hole because you go in trying to learn this shit. I'm like, my cable box, my cable company is trying to release a smart speaker that connects all your shit. And, I, and it has Alexa built in. And I'm like... <laughs> 
well, then it's already built for Alexa. There's got to be a fucking way. Right, yeah. And I fucking dove into it. And sure enough, I found the skill. And then you can, like, tweak a few things and make it work. I don't mean to take it, take it off the rails just real quick. If you like rain, you should check out whale sounds. <laughs> All right, carry on. <laughs> All right, dude, I, I can't do the uh, like the babbling brook in the river and shit because then I get up like four times to pee. But for whatever reason, rain doesn't really do that to me. But neither will whale sounds. <laughs> it's important that uh, there's thunder though. I don't like the rain that's just rain. I'm like, no, I want thunderstorm. Hmm. Violent thunderstorm like the tornado warnings and shit. Not that violent. Sirens going and shit. <laughs> hail. Sleep like a baby. Is that hail on my roof? <laughs> Alexa, turn on nighttime air raid sirens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I bet that works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pass the bottle. Oh, I'll pick it up. <clears throat> All right. Wait, wait. Will you pass the literal bottle, please? <laughs> so, it is what it says it is. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna rant on nerd shit because that's you know mostly what I do. Uh, last time I talked about a, a new game that came out called Legends of Runeterra. It was pretty fucking awesome. Still playing that, but. Um, I want to dive into Blizzard because that was one of my favorite companies for a long time. Um, they make a bunch of big series, but most notably they're known for Warcraft, Starcraft, and... Uh, Grounding my fucking airplane? And Diablo. Yeah. Uh, and then later on they got also famous again for uh, Overwatch. Do, oh, oh, I was about to say, didn't they do Overwatch? Yeah, that was, that was later on in their history, but also got them uh, pretty big. So... I've liked the company for a really long time. I played the fuck out of Diablo 1, 2, and 3. I played StarCraft 1 and 2. I played Warcraft 1, 2, 3. I played War- World of Warcraft after it initially launched. I got into it about three expansions into that. And played it for one or two expansions and then moved on to another game. But um, I played Overwatch for a while when it came out. And played Hearthstone, their card game, for a while when it came out. So I played like all of their fucking games, right? I think I remember an arcade game called Hearthstone. Maybe. Um, but anyway, they've, you know, every company, they've had their ups and downs, but for a very long time, Blizzard was considered this company that was like, all right, we create these really, really well-polished games that the community wants. Like, that's what we do. And, you know, while they might not hit as on, you know, every single try, they, it's still polished. It looks really good. It's not, um, the gameplay is good. It just, you know, maybe it's a direction that the community's like, eh, don't do that. And then they swerve back, you know? Uh, and they did that for a very long time, until about five years ago, and then they just started just shitting on everything that they've ever made, and just fucking all of it up. Like what? What's uh, what they do that sucked? So, really, if you wanted to bring it back to when it really got bad, was the launch of Diablo three was really fucking bad. It was awful. Um, then they took that and steered it back on course, released an expansion for it that kind of fixed a lot of the issues that the launch had, and. It got to now. It's a pretty good game, but it's it still wasn't what they wanted it to. Like Diablo Two is like a cult classic, right? And Diablo Three is just kind of like, eh, it's it's good. You can play it. It's worth you know putting your sinking your thirty four forty hours into, and then you don't touch it again. Um, Diablo Two is like a the people that's played it then are still playing it now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but then you fast forward a little while. Uh, one of the things that really kind of I feel like took a lot of their effort that kind of fucked some shit up is one wow started kind of going in the wrong direction and people were just kind of displeased with the direction that world of Warcraft went. It got more like 
uh, beginner friendly, I guess, in a way. Um, they just kind of dumbed everything down to the point where it was just like, eh, there's not really much skill expression or anything anymore. It's just kind of fucking play the game, right? Uh, then they came out with a game called Heroes of the Storm, which was their take on a MOBA, which is like League of Legends or Dota or something like that, right? And their take on that was to make it more casual friendly. So um, it was harder for any one person to just fucking shit stomp the other team, right? Like you, it's more team-based, objective-oriented, and less like I can just win a game on my mechanics alone, right? Uh, so that it wasn't bad. It was a pretty fun game. It just wasn't as polished or you know as as perfected in time. Uh, you know, didn't they didn't put in the time that the community expects them to? And so people were kind of like, eh, this isn't a Blizzard product. Like, it's not It's not what we want out of Blizzard. We want this perfectly polished game that y'all took 10 years to make, you know? Uh, but it still got played. So then a few years ago, this is when they started really fucking shit up. Uh, they have a their own con called BlizzCon. And the highlight of their BlizzCon a couple years ago, like their pinnacle of their announcement, was they announced a new Diablo game, which people have been waiting on Diablo 4 for a long time. And the new game they announced was Diablo Immortal, which was a mobile game. And that was their, like, big announcement for BlizzCon. And people were like, are you fucking joking right now? Like, It's like they're trolling people? Yeah. Almost. Like, you're not doing anything with Overwatch, nothing with Warcraft, nothing with the new Diablo that matters on PC. Because you're, like, they're a PC gaming company, right? The first game they ever put on console was Diablo 3. And I think, to this day, it's the only one, if I remember. Or on Overwatch, also. Uh, Bro, I have a theory. So, Nicolas Cage made some good movies way back in the day mm -hmm. and then he made a whole bunch of shit movies like all kind of right together around national treasure right and that was because he got into money trouble and like owed a bunch of back taxes and he was basically just making movies to crank out cash well here's here i'll, I'll talk a little bit on why i think this happened uh blizzard merged with activision and activision has been a long-standing like they just fucking like spit out shitty games that's what they do and blizzard and activision merged they didn't blizzard didn't get bought out it was a merger so now the company is called blizzard activision but that means that activision has a lot of input on what they're doing nowadays you know yeah they'll work at the same company now so they fucked up with diablo immortal announcement then uh shortly after that they pretty much completely canceled all development on here's the storm which is fucked right this game that a lot of people were really into there was a whole pro scene and right when the season was about to start for the next season, they canceled all production on the game, basically killing off the pro scene. And all of those players were already contracted to teams and had salaries and shit. So all of these teams were paying players to play a game that's dead, right? So that pissed a lot of people off. So then comes the redemption arc, which was they were going to remake Warcraft 3, which is something people have been asking for. Uh, and then they were going to release World of Warcraft Classic, the original game that they released as a separate game from their main one that they've been working on for 20-something years. And so now that's why I'm talking about it. World of Warcraft 3 Reforged came out, and it is really fucking bad. It is awful. Um, they basically took a 20-year-old game, slapped some 4K textures onto it, and now it's a 20-year-old game that's really hard to run on a mediocre computer. So it just runs like shit, and, but it, you know, it looks great, but... They didn't do anything to make the game better. It's just an old, shitty game that now it's hard to run. But but it was a great game back then. If they made it look good, why why wouldn't it be good now? Because, you, I mean, it's while it was a great game then, it's like 20 years old, right? So, like, 
the movement of units like they you know they kind of run into it or like their pathing can be kind of shitty uh one oh, of the main yeah i remember playing warcraft and you're like you go here and they like take the longest way possible shit right. like that yeah shit like that or um one of the other things a lot of people were expecting and didn't get was a ranked competitive system right so like a 1v1 uh with a climbing ladder you know you you're as you climb you go from bronze to silver to gold to you know platinum diamond and masters and that kind of shit um they didn't give us any of that as a matter of fact in reforged you can't even see how many times you've won like you there's no win versus loss tally or anything you just play people <clears throat> so they completely fucked it up um everybody's pissed and i played it for maybe an hour and then it gave me the itch to play warcraft but it didn't scratch it because the game sucks so i went back and i've been playing classic wow now and it's great but it's literally just the game that they released 20 years ago that they're just like cashing in on because you basically have to have an active warcraft subscription to be able to play it and uh it's what's the next step like where do they go from here where would you like to see them go from here they so since then they have announced diablo 4 if they're going to make a redemption it's got to be there like that's the hail mary yes yeah that's the hail mary because everything else right now is not going super hot for them so if they just fucking knock diablo 4 out of the park and can compete with the the game in that genre now that's running the game is Path of Exile. So if they can compete with Path of Exile, but bring that like polished Diablo feel and lore and all of that that they've had running, then uh, that could be the Hail Mary that kind of brings people back. But yeah, right Unfortunately, now they have, I mean, tons and tons of lore to yeah, throw at it. For sure. That's not the hard part. The hard part is making a game that's good and polished that people and what want, people yeah. want. Yeah. And at this point, you're battling uphill because everybody's like, dude, you're fucking up. You're fucking up. And, it, you know, people are going to go in kind of skeptical. But, yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm at, raining about Blizzard. All right. Pass the bottle. So uh, I'm probably going to be a total tool with my, my spiel this week. <laughs> uh, man, I really like uh, boxing. And specifically, I want to talk about Mike Tyson. And mm-hmm. I think we can all agree that Mike Tyson is a bad motherfucker, man. Uh, Did you go down the rabbit hole recently? I think I do it uh, too much daily. I'd spend so much time on YouTube just watching him fight, like spar or even highlights or anything, and just watching him uh, move around. First of all, just for for the audience, you you box, right? Like mm-hmm. that's something that you do. Mm-hmm. So you're not just looking at it from a holy shit, this guy's a badass perspective, but like from a technical perspective of let's watch his footwork, let's watch his head movement, let's watch his how like what is see what his power looks like, you know? Yeah. So He's I guess not lacking in power. Coming at it from like that perspective, I identify with him because like, he's heavyweight. I'm not heavyweight, but he was really short for heavyweights, right? Compact and way he's built, he was like what, like five ten or six feet tall. So the what he does, like his techniques to get in on people who are taller, is just crazy. He gets behind people and beats the shit out of them, you know? He gets on, like, on their backside, and they're trying to turn around and get to him, and he's already punching him in the face. It's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, have you ever seen him stand up next to Vandal, Vander Holyfield? <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Like, that dude was way bigger than him. Yeah. And it's it's crazy, like, when you box somebody who's taller than you, it's, it's so hard to get in on them because they can just jab you and... You can't even get keep you in range. Yeah. yeah, you can't touch him. Or if you get close enough to do it, they're just going to hit you in the face. So to see him like evade, he didn't even really jab people in the face. He would just throw his left hand around and throw people off, and then he would get inside. And it's, 
it's so crazy. But beyond him just being a crazy fighter, he's such an incredible person, you know, like seeing how he came up, what he went through and what, what he did with his life being a, a champion. And now to me, what's even more powerful is seeing him older and how he reflects back on everything and kind of his uh, perspective on it all now. It's almost like he's gained so much wisdom and experience from it all. It's, it's almost like he's enlightened, you know, just the way he talks about stuff. And he's so matter of fact about it. And he's so raw when people interview him, you know. Have you, have you ever heard him talk about uh, he doesn't train anymore because he feels like if he trains, he'll get like that that cockiness, that brashness back. And, yeah. and he doesn't know if he can rein that in. Yeah, he talks about it's the ego. And he said, uh, so when he was like growing up, you know, it was shitty. He had nothing, right? And he wanted to get out of the projects. And he met Customato in upstate New York. And Cus not only trained him, but he helped build this persona, or this ego, as he calls it. You know, he's like, you're a champion, you're a champion, you know, hit with bad intentions, get out there and win, you know. And he built him up and he finally had something he could identify with and it took him somewhere. But he also said that was, that was his destruction, you know what I mean, was his ego. But he's, he's been able to look at it now and he was like, you know, it wasn't the drugs, it wasn't the money, it was that ego I had that I had to feed. You know, I had to kill everybody I went against and I had to have all this money and fucking tigers and... You know, it's like he had to have all the stuff, but in retrospect, he's like, fucking my belts are trash, you know, like he's just been through so much, like losing a child and like going to prison and just to see where he is now, just how he's so people talk about that stuff and he'll come to tears and he'll fucking talk about it, you know, and it's just not anybody can do that. You know what I mean? Mm. Just a guy of. Yeah, he's like a sage now. almost. Yeah. He's just so superhuman, you know, and he's still a bad motherfucker. I I don't remember what I was watching, but it was like some UFC fighters and Mike Tyson shows up to the gym, you know? And, yeah. And <laughs> dude, they'll just like real quick. They're like, show me something. Mike, dude. do yeah. something. And he'll do something. And you're like, dude, even old and fat and not tr- like actively not training, sabotage, sandbagging himself. He's still like one of the baddest motherfuckers alive. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He just slips around and, oh, it's crazy, dude. I like, he throws a couple punches, like shadow boxing, and then the way he moves his feet and then throws a couple more, and you're like, dude, he's so <laughs> fast and so powerful. And elusive, dude. It's crazy. I elusive aggression. Him, that's for sure. Yeah, no, I'd, I've reflected on that. That'd be like death. If mm-hmm. a guy like that punched you, you'd fucking, yeah. It'd be bad, especially if you're way smaller than him. Yeah, it's bad. People who are bigger than you, they can pick you up off your feet when they punch you. You know what I mean? It's a thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I wonder where he goes from here. Like, like how he's making money now, or how he's staying afloat. He's got a uh, like a weed farm, and I don't know how much money he gets from that. And he's got his podcast and stuff. But I'm sure he's just due to his celebrity figure. You know, he can do whatever he wants. He's in movies, and he's such yeah. like a a great. I think he's a great like people person, you know. Even though he can, he can be like lash out and be violent, but he's also like, God dang man, he just seems so approachable to me. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, I was watching. He's gonna eat your children. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Stomp on my testicles. I'm okay. Fine. I'll back off. (laughs) Yeah, man. No, I'm just reflecting on him a lot lately, and it's it's cool, man. There's a lot to learn from that guy inside the ring and outside the ring. Hmm. Interesting. All right, well. Hopefully that gave you a little bit more insight into kind of what each of us is about instead of what we're about as a collective. But, yeah, pass the bottle. Woo! And it's kind of cool because, like, we don't have, you know, the show is is more comedy-based, and this, like, we just get to jam about shit that we like. 
Yeah. But it's interesting. Sure. So, well, be sure to check us out. Uh, we got new episodes every Monday, uh, midweeks dropping here and there. So we'll see you next week.